Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? everybody welcome back to the podcast i am joined in the studio this week by dad we're switching things up a little bit this week and lily is not out here today but for the topic that we're going to be talking about today i think it's going to be really interesting to have dad out here he hasn't been on the podcast in a while so he has most graciously decided to be our guest today he thinks he's going to get our listens way way up so i think you were slacking a little bit and yeah Needed some better numbers, so we're we're happy to help out. He always thinks that you guys just go crazy, you know. When no, you when tell me that you tell me that when when mom or I are on, it just goes great. So mm-hmm. we just want to help you. Y'all should see the way that him and mom they you know compete for who's going to get the most views on blog posts and podcast episodes and all the things. So. We are excited for today's episode. I think it's going to be an interesting one, just some things that I've been thinking about recently. And we're going to be talking a little bit about extracurricular activities and whether or not your kids should be in them, how many of them they should be in, what does that look like in the Christian life? Does that look different because you're a Christian or should you be doing the same thing that all your friends are doing with their kids or does it make you look really weird to not have your kid in a bunch of extracurriculars or anything like that. So that's what we're going to be digging into a little bit this week. First, I do have a couple of different announcements. I wanted to plug our uh, Hope Beauty affiliate link for you guys today because Hope Beauty has actually just launched a lot of different products, some new contours, highlighters, blushes, different things like that, and they all look amazing. So make sure that you go and check Hope Beauty out. We really love their company, love their products. They have products that are all made in the USA. They are cruelty-free, vegan, gluten-free. Some of their proceeds for things like their mascaras and stuff go to pro-life organizations and they are a very conservative company. So we love supporting them. We love it when you guys support them. And you can use the link in the description of this episode to get a discount on your orders. So make sure you guys go and check out some of their new products and use that link to get a discount. And then also make sure that you guys are all caught up on past podcast episodes. We've had some really good ones recently. And also make sure that you are caught up on blog posts. The past three blog posts have been really, really great. We did a little recap a couple weeks ago of our January posts and just some different things that we have put out for y'all to make sure that you don't miss those. So make sure that you take a look at that post to get caught up on everything that we did in January. And we are going to get into this episode. Okay. So I was just kind of thinking about this topic of having your kids in lots of activities because I feel like, first off, this is such a common thing in our world today. Everyone is in extracurriculars, constantly doing all these different activities. It is something that I think is kind of eating up these families who have their kids in a lot of activities. And it's always been really difficult for me to watch the families around us and even some of our friends be so involved in all of these different activities and grow to literally hate them 
at one point or another, hate how much effort they have to put into them, how much time they spend doing them, how much effort it takes just to get to practice or get to a game, or they even hate all of the things that they have to miss because of this sport that uh, the public school system has made completely all-consuming in these people's lives. And I've always just found it really sad to look at these people and see how much of their life they are spending on all of these extra activities and things. And obviously some of these things are good. I don't think that all of them are bad. I think that sometimes it may even be good to have your kids in some sports, but our world, and this is the thing with everything that everyone does, our world takes it so far and to such an extent that it's like, if you're not doing all of these things, then you're weird and you're not going to be accepted in social circles and you're going to be viewed as weird by your peers and it's just going to be this whole thing where they need to be in everything or just don't put them in anything. So I was just kind of thinking about this, especially as, you know, we're getting nearer to starting some of the summer sports and different things like that. Summer, I know, is like a super busy time for a lot of people because of all of those various activities and sports and practices and games and traveling for those different things. And I think it's a really sad time, honestly, during the summer for Christianity itself because so many people are committing so much of their time to these activities, to these sports, and they're missing things like Wednesday night small groups, Sunday morning church, extra things like prayer meetings and personal Bible study and, you know, all of these different things. And so just as we kind of head into this time of year again, I know that it's a little ways off, but I was just kind of contemplating those different things. So we decided to talk about that a little bit today. So dad, what are your thoughts? Well, I I think you're spot on that we've allowed the culture to dictate our Mm -hmm. lives. The culture now says that you you need to be involved in everything. If you're not, you're probably not going to be successful. You're not going to, you know, and I know you guys have talked about this before on the podcast or on different in different things. But when we look at sports, the odds that one of our kids is going to be an NFL player is mm-hmm. is slim to none. I mean, the percentages are so small. Could it happen? Sure. But and and we're not we're in no way against any of the extra stuff because it it does build character and leadership and mm-hmm. teaches you how to work with others, be a team player, everything like that. It's all good. Nothing wrong with that. I think it's more about the time that is involved. Yeah. And so we don't just play when I was a kid, you know, uh, back in the good old days, right? We, we uh, played a sport, but uh, oftentimes, but we didn't have like travel ball. Mm-hmm. We didn't have where you did it like literally all year long. And then the travel ball, you know, I hear these people talking about driving all over, being yeah. gone for the whole weekend, doing all that. And I mean, it just consumes your time and your, and so I think what, what we're talking about today is that, is that time factor. And, and Matt, everything you mentioned there that we're missing is, you know, you mentioned all the spiritual things, you mm-hmm. know, Hey, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're very spiritual. I've taught you well, but, uh, but also it's not just the spiritual things that are like, you mentioned church and Wednesday night and yeah. Bibles and all those things. Yes. But uh, the reality is you're just missing your family time. Mm-hmm. You're just missing uh, time to grow in and with your family. So for us, uh, as we're watching you guys get older, now we've only got Lincoln left who's not an adult. So, uh, you know, as, as Maddie knows, uh, the rest of you uh, don't, but, you know, when Maddie had her birthday a couple weeks ago and, and Michelle was really upset by that because, you know, we only have one child left under 18. And so that's, that seems crazy to us. Mm-hmm. But if I could speak into the younger parents now and say, 
uh, if you look, if I, as I look back on that, I'm so glad we've chosen the, some of the paths we have to not let the world tell us what to do, yeah. to not dictate how we parent it or how we spend our time and, and to do it very different. People thought, you know, lots of folks thought we were nuts because we didn't have you in every sport because we mm-hmm. didn't have you in all that stuff, but we did that stuff. So we're not speaking out of context here. Like we didn't know we did, you know, the girls did dance for several years. That was very mm-hmm time consuming while you were doing it. We did, uh, you know, basketball most of the time when we did that, we did that for several years, but that was through upward, which was a, a great program that did not take every night of yeah. the week for practice. So it was more family oriented. That was great, but we have sacrificed time and effort, but, mm-hmm. but we've also chosen to teach you guys, I think, and, and encourage you to do things that were, uh, made you think about stuff instead of just being organizationally led having people tell you this is when you show up this is what you do yeah this is that's all good you learn from that too uh so we've done some of that but we've also said hey go do go do what you feel like the lord's leading you do a bible study with with other young girls do do things with the few where you do outreaches and do things like that mm-hmm. these are things that you've had to organize and do on your own i mean obviously uh, mom and dad helping or whoever yeah. when you were younger but then i think you learned a lot from that and then doing things like the podcast and things that started not just when you became adults you've been doing this for, for mm-hmm. a few years and so i think that that's key that we're thinking about our time mm-hmm. we're thinking about because as i started to say i could i would tell the young parents man you're never going to get this time back like i'm looking at maddie who's 18 and going i can't even fathom that you're 18. I can't mm-hmm. fathom that you are not a, a kid anymore, right? And I remember when you're just a little girl like yesterday. And so that's like crazy to me. And I think, wow, I'm so glad that we didn't that you didn't spend most of your time doing some other outside organizational mm-hmm. sport or activity. Instead, you did we did stuff as a family. We made family dinner important at night, making sure we weren't traveling all the time or doing things like that. And, and so I would encourage young parents. In fact, it, just a, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a, a young dad who, what, their kids are like two and five, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Am I about right? Two and five. Mm-hmm. And, you know, already some of their family wants, you know, hey, get involved in, in sports or at five, man. Like your yeah. your son really doesn't need to do that at five. And yet, that's what they're encouraging him to do. And I just told him, I'm like, really? Like, what do you think is more important? You know, that your mm-hmm. your son's not wore out from trying to do some sport at five where you could actually sit down at night with him and read his his children's Bible with him or pray with him or do something. Or he just come out and spend time with you in the garage, just hanging out with dad or what, whatever that is, doing family dinner, doing that stuff so that your priorities don't get don't get skewed. So I don't know. That's That's just what we were... We were kind of uh, has we've been talking about a little bit, and it's been coming up in different conversations that we've yeah. had with folks. I don't I don't know what else you you might add to that as far as your childhood. You know, do you feel like you missed something? Do you feel like uh, the time we spent was was good? Or I think people like to know that. Well, I mean, we always heard growing up being homeschooled and not doing all that kind of thing. Like, well, how do you expect to be? well adjusted Mm -hmm. to society and how are you going to be able to function? How are you going to be able to talk to people? And I just always thought that was so ridiculous. And even especially now that I'm older, I think that that is so ridiculous because you expect other kids to be more well adjusted to society when when they're 14 years old, they're spending their entire day with other 14-year-olds. They are reduced to literally sitting in a classroom all day or being just in this team with other people who are 
the exact same age as them, experiencing the exact same things, and you think that I'm going to be less adjusted to society when I'm going out and talking to adults and starting Bible studies and, you know, doing different things like that. So I definitely think that that's a lie that the world has fed us. And I definitely don't think that we ever regretted not doing sports and stuff. And especially as I got older and I did look at a lot of our friends and stuff who were involved in all of these different things, it was like, I feel like we're all missing out on childhood and on our teenage years because of these things that the world tells you that's the only way you're going to have your teenage dream or that's the only way you're going to be able to enjoy your childhood. Like they look at this little five-year-old and they say, he is not going to be anything in life. He's not going to have any friends or he's not going to be a well-adjusted kid if you don't start him in the sports now. And I was just thinking, I always imagined me with my friends being like, okay, let's go hang out. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And yet, no, none of that can happen because they have a sports practice. They have this thing they have to be at. They have a two-hour drive to get to this game they have tonight and all these different things. And so, I think that the world definitely is robbing families of bonding time and it's totally just dictating people's lives. I was telling dad, I read him, uh, I ended up reading him most of the chapter when I was reading 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child by Anthony Esselin, which you guys know I absolutely love that book and it's seriously one of my favorites and seriously everyone should read it. I was reading him a chapter where Anthony Esselin was actually kind of talking about this topic and was talking about the way that the world has changed all these things and has actually made it something that kind of stunts your child and does not enable them to be better and to actually enjoy the sport because they are learning good, valuable lessons. And I mean, like you were talking about, sports are supposed to be this kind of thing that is for team building and learning how to work with others and learning how to be motivated and even to do things when you're not motivated and that kind of thing. But I feel like as sports have moved more into like the public school realm a lot more than they used to and are just taking up so much time, they are not actually teaching kids things like that. Because as we've seen with everything else, the world wants to tell your child and tell you exactly what to do, what to think, right. where to be, how to spend your time. And so Anthony Eslin made the point that when we weren't so eaten up with all of these things, kids were organizing these things themselves. They were spending their entire summer with their friends, with all the other neighborhood kids, and they're organizing games of street baseball, and they are going out into the middle of a field and making it into a football field. And they're learning how to solve disputes among themselves. Was that a foul ball? Was it not? What do you, how do you right. decide these things? And they all have to work that out themselves. They argue, maybe they get mad at each other, but then they work past it and they figure out, okay, we'll compromise on this and say that this was like this or this was like that. And then you move on, you continue playing, you learn leadership skills, you learn how to work with others. And you do that so much better when you are kind of left to your own devices in some of those things. And you don't have a coach that something happens and you just immediately, your brain is completely shut off and you just look at the coach and are like, what do I do? 
what tell me what right. to do what was that how do i respond yeah. and they are dictating everything that your child is thinking and doing and the way they're spending their time and then a lot of parents trick themselves into thinking that that doesn't affect them that that's not teaching them what they should think what they should do where they should be this is a real problem in our world today because we are destroying the family Thought unit yeah. and yes the way that you think the way you process information the way that you respond to difficulties and the way that you respond to triumphs. And we are creating people who are completely self-centered and don't know how to work with other people, don't know how to work through problems. And they're just constantly looking to someone else to tell them what to do. That's uh, that's really what I was thinking as you were saying that. That's really true. But the key is that this is what kids are seeing us as parents now, mm-hmm. how we function, right? So yeah. we're not uh, showing them that leadership. We're not, we're just, uh, we're so consumed with, and it's how the enemy has done such a great job of absolutely stealing time at every yeah. junction. There's the time is stolen from us everywhere we, everywhere we turn. So mm-hmm. whether it's family lifestyles, I mean, Hey, let's just be real. We look at the divorces. We look at all the things that have destroyed the family. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we've got, we got to transport kids to, to be with their mom every other day or their dad, you know, the shared parenting. And, and then we're, you know, we got uh, nine sets of grandparents to go to and mm-hmm. visit. And we got, and we, and, and all these things, I believe the enemy has used this uh, to destroy family time. That was, that's not how God intended it to be. And so then, and then we pile on top of that, all the social activities mm-hmm. and, and we make it just almost impossible to have any time, uh, for, for family. And, and we're showing our kids that because we're so consumed by work and we're so in debt and we're paying, yeah. but these are all these, we could do a topic, uh, mm-hmm. a, a podcast on each one of these things, but you know, because we're so, there's so much debt. There's some, we got to have a new car. We got to have a bigger house. We got to have this. So now we're working all the time. And so, and honestly, I think a lot of parents are happy that, hey, their kids are off. We'll get the kids in stuff because then I don't have to worry about it. I'm Mm -hmm. working. I got, you know, I have to pay the bills. I have to, well, they're all bills you set up, you know, that you made this lifestyle that is just nuts. And then, and in turn, our kids end up living that lifestyle, which is nuts somewhat Mm -hmm. because the the sports can become our babysitters somewhat because they're you're just teaching them the lifestyle that you're living and so they don't think it's weird that they're constantly consumed by everything whether it's every activity outside of you know outside of the family and you're not putting any time in the family and so the so they don't think it's weird that they're not involved in the family aspect that much right now i know we got the folks out here who'll say well you know hey we're spending all this time together as a family traveling all weekend to the games and all that look i'm not beating up sports we're not we're not saying any that's bad we're just saying we've lost the balance we're saying we've lost the balance of Mm -hmm. uh you know it's all it's good you're gonna learn stuff from that but as maddie was saying you're also gonna learn stuff from the time uh, in the neighborhood that we don't do anymore. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, we, you know, we rode our bikes everywhere. We, mm-hmm. we, you know, you had a couple friends that lived close and you did stuff together. And in the summer, it wasn't like we weren't constantly busy. We were, we were almost sometimes bored, like looking for stuff to do. Yeah. So then you're creating things. You, you are. We did exactly what you said. We had two man football mm-hmm. where, uh, my cousin that lived down the road, he and I, we, we went around and organized games. With other, you know, we're two other guys on the down the road. We lived out in the country, so sometimes we'd we'd go a couple roads away and you know go to their house and play football all afternoon, and uh, you know two on two, and 
because there wasn't a whole team of us, you know, but we did learn to settle disputes. Hey, we duked it out sometimes. We Mm -hmm. did whatever, you know, it was, it was, uh, you learned from all that stuff, but uh, it was just totally different in how we did that. I mean, I had a little dirt bike and I spent a lot of my time, didn't have, I didn't have, my sister was younger, so we didn't do stuff together really that much. She was doing her thing. I was doing mine. And, but I spent my, my days oftentimes in the woods by myself on my dirt bike. I'd time myself making certain laps and, you know, racing against the clock and trying to do it better and uh, what, you know, doing all kinds of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, and you just learn to do stuff on your own where now we don't really give kids an opportunity to do that very much. And that's, and that's what you're saying. But in the midst of that, there was also, you know, I could do that because mom was home. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, or, or I was, or sometimes if, if, uh, mom was gone for whatever, she wasn't working all the time in the summer, but when yeah. she was gone, uh, I could stay with, with my grandparents still did the same things. I'm out doing the same things at their house. Mm-hmm. We're up in the haymow building forts and doing stuff that just kids don't get to do anymore. Uh, but there are still ways to do that. It, but, but we choose instead, I think, to, to have them do other things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I was reminded of a, of a, uh, of a saying that I, I say this a lot. People have heard me say it who have been in our classes and stuff. I know, but, uh, it was by a guy named Richard Green who taught some discipleship stuff. I think was the f- guy that I was told said this first. Uh, at least when I heard it and I, I knew Richard Green went to, went to one of the discipleship things he did. But, uh, anyway, he said, what you win them by is what you win them to. Now just think about that for a minute. What you win them by is what you win them to. That's a, a great saying for anything that we're doing. If you hire somebody to work for you and you teach them from day one that they can get by being lazy and doing a halfway job, that's what they'll do. If you, uh, if you win them to a church that's, that's like a circus with a big concerts every day and, and, uh, and, you know, uh, very uh, weak Christianity, that's what you win them to. And then if you start to beat them up a little bit, they get offended and they run because, well, that's not what I signed up for, right? That's not what you want them to. Yeah. It's the same way with our kids. If we win them to constant busyness and no family time and and we don't teach the values of family and and biblical family and and uh, the time that, that they see us as parents investing in them, if we don't do that, then, then they're never going to, that's what to, we're going to win them to this to this very shallow yeah. uh, family relationship. And so I, I just encourage folks to look at something better. How can we do this better? And and we're not, again, we're not beating up, don't do any sports. You got to just sit at home and do Bible study. We're not saying that. But but the reality is for most folks that uh, we're probably talking to, if I say, do you even do Bible study at home? Probably most folks say no. I mean, that's just reality, folks. I know the stats, I, and I've worked in enough churches with people to know, like, a, there's a lot of folks who go, well, not really. I'm too busy. Yeah. That's the answer, right? That's the excuse. And, uh, and, and well, that's our choice. That is our choice. It's your choice. You have to decide what's going to be important. Mm-hmm. And if it's family dinner, then that's what you got to do. You know, I know the, I know, uh, you girls have had some, uh, some of your young ladies that, uh, you know, parents choose different things besides having them come on, on whatever night Bible study is. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, nope, we're, we're busy doing something else. And, and honestly, like I would love to see some parents make the decision to say, well, oh, you do Bible study every Thursday night. Okay. Well, this sport 
says they practice every Thursday night. So we're not going to sign you up for that sport because you want to go to the Bible study. Yeah. But instead, but rarely is that the choice. Mm -hmm. Normally the choice is, well, we'll have to miss Bible study for a while because that's just, hey, that's what the sport the sport does or the activity or the after school thing, whatever it is. You understand? So it's like people, uh, I think they choose poorly mm -hmm. in that, not just because it's your Bible study. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's because our priorities are wrong and we don't keep Jesus first. That's what the real problem is. But we need to see people making these right choices and doing the right thing. And, uh, and it doesn't mean you give up everything else. Everything yeah. in life is about balance mm -hmm. and finding the right, the right mix of that. But your priority has to be Jesus first. And then your balance comes from that. That. If you can do that, unfortunately, most of us just don't want to do that because it can be hard and it uh, and it just yeah. it's not what the culture tells us in any way, shape or form. We, we don't see that at all. Mm -hmm. And so people just choose something different. So uh, I don't know. We we just we we want to encourage folks to to choose wisely mm -hmm. and uh, and look at your options and and your options are not. There is an option to say no. Yeah, there is an option to say no, mm -hmm. and I just want to want to empower people with that because I, I don't know today in our culture, like that seems to not be an option. If your kid has played baseball at all, they have to play all the time. Mm -hmm. If your kid did dance at all, oh, got to do it all the time. If your kid did uh, whatever, I mean, and we're not again not picking on just sports. It could be it could be anything that uh, that leads you away from family and Jesus. And uh, other things. Now, sometimes for a season, that's just kind of how it works. You, it is busier, right? Mm -hmm. I just I just uh, talked to a guy uh, uh, last week who uh, I hadn't talked to for a while. Great guy, and he's helping coach a basketball team. And but I got to thinking about something he said after our conversation. Yeah, he said that they they had one kid who uh, during in the middle of the season went on vacation. Their family always scheduled a vacation, like I think it was even between Christmas and New Year's maybe. So school's out, mm -hmm. but practice is still going on. They're still practicing every day and uh, like every day, right? Yeah. But this is when they schedule a vacation every year. I don't know why. Maybe because uh, it's the only time they can get away. Maybe they, the only time they get time off. Uh, I don't know, whatever the reason is. But But his view of it was, as a coach, well, the kid comes back. He's lost some of his... Uh, you know, even though he just missed a week of practice, mm -hmm. he's not quite where he was before because he got out of the routines. He, his, uh, you know, muscle memory was already starting to fade, you know, things like this. And that's his view. Well, and, and well, it's not fair that you come back and you get to play the next game because you've been gone, didn't practice with the team. I get all that. There is some mm -hmm. level of responsibility. But what, but I think that we're missing it because what we ought to be doing there is saying, Hey, good for you, man. Like you guys can get away and take, if that's the only time you can do that, man, go and have a great family vacation. Yeah. Right. Because like, th honestly, that's more important than your basketball team. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I don't mean that like you should shirk your responsibilities or your, but you know what? If that means, if that really does mean you shouldn't sign up for basketball because uh, of that commitment for that vacation, if that bothers the coaches or other players, right, then fine. Then don't sign up mm -hmm. and make that your priority that, hey, family vacation's it, man. Like that's our, that's our week yeah. away together. That's the only time we do that, maybe, whatever. And, and so, so don't play that sport. Play a spring sport instead, whatever. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I, I get the, I get the responsibility of it and I get the perspective mm -hmm. of a coach, but I also think that, uh, we've gotten so, so serious about that and yeah. so crazy about it. And we're talking, listen, folks, we're not talking about, uh, Ohio State football here or basketball. We're talking about, uh, I think it was seventh grade basketball. Yeah. Right. Like, 
like I'm not saying that's not important. Don't all you seventh graders out there think I'm <laughs> belittling you. It's great. But it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You missing a week of practice in seventh grade is not going to change anything in the scheme of eternity. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just not. But time with your family that could, guess what? I, I take I try to take advantage of every moment because hey, I could drop over a heart attack tomorrow. Right? I could get hit by a bus. If I do, I'd, I'd, I would probably regret not taking that family vacation or spending that birthday together or doing whatever we, we should have done because we were more consumed with the other stuff. Now, I'm, I, get me here. Sometimes that means you just don't sign up for it. Yeah. Sometimes that means that's, that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Because you do want to teach your kids to, if you sign up for something, do your best at it and don't, yeah. don't miss practice. But uh, so there's just, there's all these things though that we, we, we've lost sight of a lot of that. We've just let the culture dictate. The most important thing is practice, mm-hmm. games, being involved, whatever it is, whether it could be other than sports, just, but you got to be doing something. Yeah. And something is not, it does, family does not count. Mm-hmm. Time with your mom and dad doesn't count. What did you tell me earlier? Uh, the stat. Uh, yeah. Now in, you know, 2023, 2024, the average parent and child spend 30 minutes a day of like concentrated time with each other. And I don't even think that those are 30 consecutive minutes necessarily. It could be like five minutes here, five minutes there. Yeah, that's. It's not even like you're sitting down for a half hour and we're going to read a chapter of this book or we're just going to talk about how your day was at school or anything like that. It's 30 minutes of your day period is spent with your kid. Helping with some homework, maybe it could be telling you to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're younger kids, whatever, it could be that. And that, see, that's nuts. Like, yeah. so, so someone else at every level, all the way, all across the board, whether it's teachers, coaches, advisors, whoever that is, th- you know, is completely raising your kids. Mm-hmm. That uh, that's our challenge today. I think is look at your life, look at your priorities, and and maybe it's time to sit down and reassess. Maybe it's time to say, how could I do this better? Maybe it's time to say, hey, one sport is is good. Pour yourself in, man. Be the best football player you can be. Be the best dance you can be, whatever you do for that season. And then, and then the rest of the year, uh, that's not, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to, but now listen, we're, but we're going to plan some other stuff. We're going to make mm-hmm. sure we're doing dinner together. We're going to make sure we're doing vacation. We're going to make sure we're doing, uh, you know, we're not just going to leave you at home watching uh, yeah. YouTube and, and playing video games either, right? Because mm-hmm. at that point, yeah, if, if that's your replacement, then I don't even know what to tell you. We gotta, we've got to reclaim our culture. As as Christians first, as parents, we got to reclaim some of this stuff, and and we're not serious about that in any way. We have just let everything else dictate and run our lives, and and honestly, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of watching people do it. And then they want to show up, you know. They then you know I get all the phone calls. I get counsel with people, and you know, oh man, we're you know my life's a shipwreck. Well, yeah, because you created a shipwreck, right? You drove into the stinking rocks, man. That's why you're a shipwreck. Uh, you chose that path. Yeah. And then you wonder, well, the rocks are tearing up my boat. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you drive into the rock. And people just don't get that. And, and none of us want to face that fact. We just want to we just want to close our eyes and hope for the best, right? And your kids aren't turning out well with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Our society is not going in the right direction uh, without God and without us as parents making those priorities. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I can... You know, for as many times as you got told, Matt, that that you were going to be a terrible 
turn out terribly for your lack of yeah. uh, involvement in whatever. You, we got told that as many times as parents that, you know, I can't believe your kids aren't involved mm -hmm. in every single thing or why don't they do this and that? And well, because we've just made some different choices. And what I wanted to win you guys too is Jesus, right? Like Jesus first in everything you do. So if that means you're going to do a Bible study instead of dance, well, we did that. If that means you're going to do a Bible study instead of, instead of, you know, taking constant classes or or whatever you, know, you do that because all that matters is what you do for eternity we just have to be focused on that and mm -hmm. and maddie is looking at the time and going dad we're getting uh, are we getting long man is we're it, actually doing pretty we're good doing pretty good time. i thought maybe yeah. we were getting long i probably i probably shouldn't tell him that because then we will end up going long yeah let's keep going well, I mean, even just a firsthand experience in our lives, one of my best friends, literally, as we're like hanging out together and stuff, we'll be talking about, I, I just remembered it when you were talking about the vacations and stuff. We'd be talking about like some family vacations we'd done, a road trip we went on, you know, different things like that, camping, various things that we would do. And she would look at me and be like, we've never taken a family vacation before. I've never gone on vacation in my life. And I'd look at her and be like, what? How is that even possible? Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. You've never been on a vacation before? And she was like, no, we've never had time to go on a vacation. And now she's 19, moved out, moving a little ways right. away. She's met the guy she's probably going to marry. And now things are completely different. It's going to be now like 10 times harder to right. do a family vacation because you have adult kids who she's got a job, she's in college, she's dating, she's living far away, you know, all these things. And so now it's like, that's not even a possibility right. anymore, hardly. Right. I am here to tell all you parents who have your kids in tons of sports and stuff, she hated that. That was what she regretted. She didn't regret the fact that, oh, I didn't play basketball that one year, that one free month during summer where I wasn't doing a sport. She doesn't regret not playing sports when she could have if she ever decided not to. She regrets that she did it so much that she's never had a vacation before, that she's right. never spent any kind of quality time with her family. Because like rest assured, it is not just that she didn't go on a family vacation and that's the only thing that her family didn't do together. They missed so many different things. And that's the case for a lot of our friends and a lot of the people around us. And you're just, we're just watching it continue in all of these younger parents like dad's talking about. I mean, our friends, we will all be having kids, you know, in 10 years. And we have all been conditioned to think that constantly having your kid in something and constantly just being away from home and doing something that is quality time right and no the, no we've been conditioned that that's what fulfills you yeah right that that's quality time and it can be don't hear us wrong i mean i know we're gonna get yeah. beat up for this episode that's okay but you know you can't have quality time traveling to the game together make memories i get all that mm -hmm. But really, what we're teaching the kids, what you just said, is is what will fulfill you, yeah. right? And we have not made that emphasis uh, the Lord mm -hmm. instead of instead of activity or busyness. Not just sports. We're not picking on this, that, but just busyness, yeah. right? Just, oh, we got to be doing something. We always got to be doing something. And uh, we're either working, uh, what, whatever, all the things. But we're, we're constantly busy. Instead of just uh, maybe you know taking time just to be together, yeah, just to just to be with the Lord. But but in, but we haven't taught 
the younger generation that what is fulfilling, what is your total joy and fulfillment should be the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if that comes, then 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 it then that changes a lot of all the different things. You may actually not want to do all the other stuff all the time because you choose to be involved in a Bible study. You choose yeah. to be involved in people's lives mm-hmm. instead, right? Your friends, uh, like really involved in their lives, not just hey, who bats next? Uh, not that, but but like what's really going on with your life. Yeah. What, you know, how was your family vacation? Uh, what we've taken some of the girls with us on some of our little weekend camping trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and they think it's just crazy how we all spend time together as a family. I mean, like, yeah. they're like, you guys just all hang out together. You know, it's mm-hmm. even on, even on our camping trips, it's not just you kids all took off and did yeah. your own thing. No, we all like we're cooking and we're doing stuff and we're, we're doing activity. We're out playing a game or doing something together, or maybe we're all just sitting around reading, but we're all sitting there together, you know, reading a book, doing yeah. whatever. And so I think that's, that's it, right? Mad, you hit mm-hmm. it on the head that, but it, but it's really, again, what you win them by is what you win them to. So if I win you to, uh, hey, Jesus is enough, that's your fulfillment. You don't have to fill every minute of the day yeah. with something trying to be better at this or better at that. Nothing wrong with that. But the first thing is it has to be him as your fulfillment. And if we do that, everything else will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we are going to wrap it up here. We did end up going a little bit longer than usual, but we did good today. I'm I'm proud of dad because he can tend to go for like 50 mm. minutes. And No, I think I did good. Yeah. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, that it was encouraging to you, maybe a little bit convicting because this kind of stuff is even still convicting for us because I know that there are things in our lives that we still commit too much time to that are outside of Jesus or family time or that kind of thing. But... Your encouragement is that even if you have made decisions to fill your life with all of these different things up until this point, this summer can be different. This spring right. can be different. That's right. It does not have to continue going on in this way. You can make the decision. And if you are a young parent with little kids, start in the way that you mean to go on and don't condition them to think that they have to constantly fill their time with various things like sports and just extracurriculars and it'll be a lot harder to change it later yeah than to change it now if Mm -hmm. you if you set that precedent now and like you said great great counsel if you you can start today Mm -hmm. just because you've screwed it up you can start it'll be harder it will be harder to go backwards Mm -hmm. and change it back to why aren't we doing this now or why we mean i'm not allowed to do this or that for your kids sometimes but it'll be worth it but if you're a young parent start now yeah. And and don't condition it where you have to make a change someday, or you, maybe you won't. And you will. And you trust me as a as an older dad now. You know, with looking at looking at my two adult children and my one left that's not that's a teenager. I think, man, I still would have liked to done different things, mm-hmm. right? So do, don't uh, don't have those regrets. Yeah. that's that's our point. Don't have those regrets because your kids are also going to end up with regrets like that. I mean, right? We as a Bible study group, sit around and, I mean, I hope that this is encouraging for some of you parents also, your kids are going to, even if they feel like they want to be in all these sports now and, you know, feel like they're missing out, one day they're going to realize that you did make the right decision in having them pick what is your favorite thing, we'll do that, and the rest of the time we're going to be really intentional about spending it with each other because now we all sit around as adults and, we do not say, 
man, I totally wish that I right. would have played more basketball, that I would have been in dance for longer. We say, I totally regret not living a slower life, not spending more time with family, not being more intentional with my time because now we are at this point where we are going into that stage of dating and getting married, starting our own family soon. And we're trying to figure out like, what do we do if we don't do exactly what our parents did with us? And we want to be more intentional about not having our kids have these same regrets that we do now because we spent so much time doing sports, because we didn't form really great friendships with the people around us, because it was purely, I'm friends with you at basketball practice, and then once we graduate high school, I'm never going to speak to you again. Right. And so this does not only affect the family unit, it affects everything, but especially your family and your kids are going to grow up with just as many regrets as you do. If yeah. you are dictating their time and telling them that that needs to be spent doing a sport or an extracurricular. What you win them by is what you win them to. Yep. All right. We are going to wrap this episode up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it was encouraging and convicting to you. And we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.